0: Lacrosse talk on WIZM with guests in house, and you're not going to be allowed to just smile and nod, Daryl Clot, because I know you don't have laryngitis. Because I heard you say hello, so I know your Daryl Clot is here, and she has brought our other studio guest uh, to to lacrosse to make a presentation at Viterbo, uh, of a former, of, well, a Vietnam vet and a former POW, Charlie Plum. Wow. You're the first POW I've ever met, ever. There are not very many of us. I guess not. Uh, You know, and that's, I'm so glad that, uh, you know, you're living the dream. It's a good dream.
1: It's a great dream. Being free. Been free for 50 years. Wow. We were repatriated in 1973. And uh, it's been a great run. Continues to be a great run. And I'm back in La Crosse. I've been here several times. Oh, have you? I did not know that. I love this town. That's great. I may I may move
0: here. Can I? Well, you, you, well I don't know because I heard you live on a very special. <laughs> no, I, what's? You know, tell me about your audience. Okay, we talked about uh, the the audience here in Western Wisconsin. He said, "Well, I live in California," and I almost uh, luckily I'm not sitting in a chair, otherwise I'd have fallen right out of my chair. You what? Well, I live on an island that is part of California. <laughs> Sometimes, so we keep people out. We keep people, you know, crazy <laughs> California residents out.
1: We figure somebody's going to steal my my big screen. They got to have a, a good uh, side stroke, you know.
0: Yeah, to <laughs> to get it back to the mainland. Yep. Right. Well, I'm glad you haven't had to suffer the trials and tribulations of so many people who live on the mainland in California because uh, your governor has uh, is uh, is wackier than our governor who. Is real happy to take care of everybody that comes here, especially if you have needs. Even if you're, no no matter how you got here, you're here. So we're gonna give you a driver's license and some food.
1: We're sending some of our people out Uh here. So are you? Yeah. Hope you uh, hope you accept them.
0: Hey, if you're a legal resident of the United States, you are welcome. Please don't bring your uh, blue ideas to uh, the uh, to Wisconsin, (laughs) hoping to change Wisconsin from red to blue because that'll just be a problem yes that'll be understand so uh how well are you received these days as a vietnam uh pow as a vietnam vet because you know the war was horrible the war was horrible and i had a
1: horrible part of it but um i'm received very well are you Uh, oh yes very well you know um when i came home I was invited to speak at my, my old high school. Uh, I, I grew up in a tiny town, smaller than La Crosse, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> but I went to to, uh, to a larger high school. I was invited to speak there, and the principal told me, "You better not wear your uniform oh. and <clears throat> come." Excuse me, come you uh, know the back door and yeah. really, uh, and, yeah, because uh, well, this is 1973. Yeah. <clears throat> still a lot of anti-war going on. Sure, in '73. And I have never ever had anybody challenge me uh, about the Vietnam War. Now, part of that was that th- that the the government really wanted to make uh, a nice end to the war, and the end was bring the POWs home, which they did. Sure, I came home to ticker tape parades and
0: presents. did you really?
1: I did. Ford Motor <clears throat> Ford Motor Company gave me a brand new car, and <clears throat> I take it to the World Series, the works.
0: Wow, that's great
1: yeah well that was great for me
0: yeah well it, yeah it,
1: it was not great for a lot of a lot of some of your listeners the veterans that came home uh, in the middle of the war and were spit on and called baby killers and they came back to a you know a, an Much un, different reception un, ungrateful nation yeah. and you know we felt a little guilty about that because we were getting all the accolades because it was closing the chapter and they wanted to find something positive to, to close the chapter of Vietnam and so we were it. So, uh, to answer your question, um, you know, we came back to a great reception. Right. And it's been that way. I've, I've spoken over 5,000 times in the last 50 years. Uh, wow. every Every state in 24 foreign countries, I've never had any problem at all uh, being a Vietnam vet.
0: After you came back, did you have uh, good luck, reasonable luck getting a job and, you know, reintegrating yourself into the United States?
1: There were 591 of us who came home. 591 prisoners of war who came home. Ninety percent of us stayed in the military. Oh. Uh, interestingly enough, we went back to flying airplanes and commanding ships, and, and we've done rather well the POWs. From 591 men, we have produced 17 generals, 7 admirals, most of us retired as senior-grade military officers. We have CEOs. We have doctors and lawyers and preachers and teachers, two United States senators, two ambassadors from our number, a vice presidential candidate and a presidential candidate from 591 men. I don't, wow. I don't think any group that size has ever done these things. And, and so that, that's my message. That's my message tomorrow night, you know, to, uh, to the citizens of La Crosse is that adversity is a horrible thing to waste, that you can take challenges in your life and turn them into positive growth. So. Right. And that, that's my message.
0: That's interesting. No matter how crappy life is, you can make it better if you want to.
1: That's, it's your choice. Yeah. That's right. Your choice. Y- your choice. And, and you know, I, I think in our culture, in our society, we are so ready to blame somebody else for the problems. We're so ready to, to, to play the victim role. Uh, and when you, when, you're, when you play the victim role, you actually give somebody else control of your life. Yeah.
0: Give me, give me, give me while I sit here and wait. Exactly. Yeah, that's not a good idea.
1: So, that, so that's sort of the story of my life. And, and, uh, and so I've been preaching this message for 50 years.
0: And you're good. You're good now. You're living the dream, literally.
1: I am living the dream.
2: You're happy. Look at this, yeah. Happy,
0: healthy, and carrying on. Daryl, how did you find this guy?
2: Oh, this is a great story. Actually, I'm going to tell you. My, uh, back in 2012, I had booked Louis Zamperini from the book Unbroken, the guy that was uh, oh, shot sure. down and was uh-huh. prisoner of war with the Japanese. And he was in his 90s when I booked him, and I realized that there was a really good chance that he might not be able to come. But, okay, I got a call from his, uh, the Speaker's Bureau. The, the lady said, Daryl, I know you're going to be really disappointed, but we, um, Charlie's no longer, I mean, Louis's no longer flying, because the last three times he flew, he came home to California with pneumonia. Oh, man. But don't worry, I can get you another another uh, oh, military person. Okay. And I'm, I'm like, I, w- I, was, I went into depression for a, f- a minute sure. because I really was so hoping. Zamperini that we, was your guy. right? Were... Well, anyway, so she starts listing off military people that we could bring into Viterbo. And I'm like, no, no, no. And, sh- and she said, Charlie Plum. Well, I'm like, you mean POW Charlie Plum? And she said, yes. I had heard Charlie speak. At a Chamber of Commerce dinner years before that here in La Crosse. Wow. And I was so taken with his message. I bought your, back then, what was it? Not a CD. A cassette, probably. Whatever it was.
1: Yep. <laughs> An eight track, yeah. <laughs>
2: and and uh, I was teaching at La Crescent High School at the time. I showed that, that video to every single one of my classes. All the years at La Crescent because I my students needed to see a real life hero rather than multi million dollar, um,
1: you know, athletes.
2: Sure, sure. And and when Charlie speaks, you'll hear him tomorrow night talking about who packed your parachute. And so I would show the video and then I would my kids would have to write a paper on who packed your parachute, who helped you get to where Where you you are so far. Yeah. And so. I was extremely happy to, that we were going to bring in Charlie. We did September 17th, 2012. It was an amazing experience. And now here he is coming back yeah. tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, Turbo. Don't so, miss seeing Charlie. And it's free. 7 p.m.? 7 p.m.
1: Viterbo, free. How did you get involved in the Speakers Bureau and- becoming a speaker. Well, let me let me follow up just a little bit on what Daryl said. So I get this call, you know, from Zamparini. He said, I huh? want you to fill in for me in lacrosse. I said, "Well, <laughs> he's,
2: he's kidding you. Now,
1: I, I knew. No, no this is serious. This is what actually happened. I said, I'm happy, but but I knew his story. Now, Zamparini's story, his POW story, makes mine look like a, a birthday party, you know? Really? No. Oh, wow. brother. He really had, he had a hard day. Oh, no. He floated around on a raft for 42 days, and, and, and one of the guys on the raft died. And then it, so they see this little island, okay? Palm trees, beaches. We're saved. We're saved. The Japanese called it Execution Island. And so, yeah, you just right into the Japanese. So anyway, so I knew the story. Uh, and uh, so I said, I'd like to, have, uh, like to have dinner with you. And, you know, I, I need to know a little bit more about you. <clears throat> we're at dinner. Louise operating. And he said, Charlie... He said, you know, those folks in World War II, they thought I was dead. I said, yeah, Lou, I know that. And he said, now, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and you and I are sitting here at dinner talking. Exactly. Yeah. And, and So that's, that's the kind of guy he, he, that he was, just a great, great guy. Yeah. So when I came home, uh, everybody wanted to know the story. The POW story was really um, was, w- was protected, I think, from the general population nobody that the government didn't want anybody to know our wives back here were told don't tell anybody about your husband because it's going to go bad for him and so uh it was a it was a top secret when so when it came home uh, everybody wanted to know what happened what's the POW story so i started telling the story and um and uh, i got really sick of the story sure <laughs> i spoke 400 times the first year I was home. Wow. That, uh, the first 4th of July I was home, they assigned a helicopter to me to fly me from one place to another. For all the speeches. For all the speeches. Wow. In, in fact, one of those speeches in the congressional record, um, <laughs> they speak uh, to the University of Kansas uh, Stadium, 42,000 people, you know, was one of my speeches there. Wow. And
0: so, anyway, I started. Don't you speaking. wish we had 42,000
1: seats of a turbo?
0: I oh. do,
2: because they'd all be filled we <laughs> could fill to hear him. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah, wow. So uh, I got so tired of telling a speech, I, I, I thought, well, I'll just write a book. And when they ask me about the story, I'll hand them the book, right. you know. I'm going right. to have to speak. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> oh, man. <bad. laughs> Fifty years later, 5,000 speeches, I'm still, you know, still speaking. still still asking me the stories.
0: Hey, when they start with, I read your book. Now, let me ask you. Exactly. Uh, you're exactly. okay to talk to yeah, that guy, right? I, I guess most people.
1: I guess it isn't a very good book. <laughs> I read a book, and I still
0: have some additional questions. <laughs> well, now you've got all that fodder for book two, chapter two. Yeah, Daryl's been, been after me for yes. that. Yes, he has have you? to
2: write a book about Why? all, Why of, the, all of what's me? happened to him since he's come home.
0: Yeah, that would be great. He's
2: great. He has met every president. I was at POW man.
0: then, and now I am... Charlie Plum, Living, 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 living the Dream. dream.
2: Captain the dream. Charlie Plum. Oh, that's
0: it. Yeah, that's it. Charlie, thank you so much for coming over this morning. Thanks, we Mike. We could continue on till forever,
2: but we I'm ready. And his book early. is called? I'm No Hero. I'm No Hero. Well,
0: mm-hmm. oh, good for you. The humble Charlie Plum, who did what he was told to do, and he did it well, clearly. Thank you very much for coming over. Thanks,
2: Mike. Don't miss seeing
0: Charlie. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m., Viterbo. Get there early, because no tickets. And right. like every other presentation that uh, that Daryl Clot has brought to Viterbo, people are in those seats way before 7 p.m. They are. You don't want to be standing in the back because you want no. to be up close. And across. remember, it's free of charge. It's free. Viterbo, 7 p.m. Get there sooner. Charlie, As, thank you. See Harold. a real hero. He a is. real hero. real hero. Real hero. That's I, Well, not if you ask him. You can't ask him. Of course. No, he's not. He's a real hero. He's just too humble to admit it.
2: Right.